0: Blog Talk Radio. Look in my eyes. what do you see? The cost of
1: Figured something out. Actually, I figured a lot of shit out as of the moment. Lady will be joining us shortly here on Wrestle Radio Network Monday night. Oh man, I got a lot of wrestling to discuss. And Monday Night Raw is on tap as well as AEW's full gear card. I gotta say, I love the fact that my views have increased ever since I decreased my show times. In the slightest sense of the word, ladies and gentlemen, this is Crazy Incorporated, where insanity is the new in. All right, hey, Lynn, let's get on this crazy train, shall we? Hey, yo, B
2: train, what's happening?
1: Oh, a lot's happening, you know, I'm going through this little thing called, actually big thing, big deal, life. you heard it first, ladies and gentlemen, since this country's into fitness so much, and they will be for the next three months, because actually that's the entire world, and that's not a bad thing, until it hits January, and everybody starts to get into that fitness craze, and besides from fitness talk, ladies and gentlemen, this is a wrestling podcast. And shout-outs to my friend, Cassie Keenan, my uh, Herbalife coach. Thank you so much for getting me back on track. But, ladies and gentlemen, again, as I said, this is a wrestling podcast. I will promote a little bit of that later on in the advertisement. But let's start off with Monday Night Raw, shall we? Okay. There's a lot going on on a three-hour telecast, Okay. And it's hard to keep up with, Lady Lynn and I both agree, but when you start off the show with, as a proverbial saying goes, if you start off the show with a bang, then they'll pay attention. Well, it started off with Heyman's mouth, and I and others, I, I get that Heyman's a New York native, you know, like me, but he, on a much bigger, grander scale, put Lady Lynn and myself to Somewhat you know he, he put us to sleep there I'll just I'll just come out right and say it He put us to sleep because it's the Same old Heyman jargon No offense Paul I, I actually Admire your work but it's the same Old jargon that puts us to sleep until Things get physical And uh you know what, for the first time, Lady Lynn, in a while The third broadcast colleague, Jared King Waller, and Vic Joseph Highly entertaining when he got up in Lesnar's face And Lesnar just whooped his ass I mean, I'm starting to think that Sometimes I believe they have people listening to Not just my show But our show, I should say But the title of the show, folks, is You Speak, They Listen. I mean, I just just don't know what to say other than it was a good start, kind of a sloppy middle, and the end was just complete chaos, which is what Lady Lynn and I were and still are accustomed to, um, (laughs) watching back in the... uh, the Attitude Era, not just back then, but there was stories. There was fucking Bedlam. It was great in Long Island, New York. Ah oh, man. I got to get your thoughts on uh, what happened to Lesnar after he went completely fucking crazy. I mean, I just don't, I don't. You don't hardly ever see Monday Night Raw start off the way it started off.
2: Well, i got to say you're right about that, B-Train. I don't think I've seen a Monday Night Raw start off with that much dead one, as you put it, for a long time. And as for what happened to him, well, not, i <laughs> I got to say it. You go after and attack someone's family, you know, completely just because you want to send a message, you can expect some retribution. I have to say, I think Lesnar getting uh, his ass whooped by Ray Mysterio was exactly what he had coming to him, you know? Carmel will come and bite you in the ass when you least expect it. Also,
1: folks, you know, to start off the night with a match, instead of a fucking 20 to 22-minute promo where the fans are just like, boo, this fucking shit. You have Natalia and Charlotte Flair versus the Kabuki Warriors. Now, okay. So it seems like Jerry Lawler was wrong and Natty and uh, Charlotte are just, put, yeah, you know, they've been putting Natty in the spotlight lately and that's awesome. You know, her her accolades, you know, what she did. In Saudi Arabia was pretty fucking amazing, dude. And I'm sorry I'm dropping early F bombs here, but you know what? Here's the deal Natalia versus Lacey Evans. I think that, you know, what Natalia has done for the women's division, what she has done, has proven to be kind of the X factor for WWE. And it's one of many X factors. I'm not just saying the women entirely are, you know, killing it in WWE, but they are that is the one thing AEW does not have. And that's a definitive women's division because people know who Natalia are. Wrestling fans that is. They know who Lacey Evans was in the in the May Young classic day, as in Die Hard Wrestling fans. Um so it was nice. Natty come up with a victory tonight as well with a sharpshooter. Uh, Lady Lynn, I'd like to get your thoughts on the and you know, the history that was made at Crown Jewel with these two women being the only women's match uh in Saudi.
2: Well, I may not have seen the Crown Jewel pay per view for myself be trained, but just seeing what they recapped and seeing history being made like that, I gotta say they're they're making they're making history over there in leaps and bounds. I mean, the first ever women's wrestling match over in Saudi Arabia. I mean, yeah, they they still had to abide by cultural regulations, I guess I would say, but to see them put on such an epic match and then the way that they were being cheered at the end and that hug in the ring, it it moved me to tears, b Train. It, it it really did. I felt myself getting misty eyed watching that.
1: I think it was pretty emotional for the entire WWE universe and wrestling fans in general. I mean you can't deny the fact that Natty and not just her, but the entire women's division has been working, you know, for a greater history, you know, and more, much more so than just a normal women's match, I mean, yeah, it they had to dress in certain garb and the attire didn't matter, it was the whole symbolism thing, the whole you know, you know it was just an overall great moment for both Lacey and Natalia. whether you're AEW, whether you're Ring of Honor, Women of Honor, Glow, Shimmer, I think that put a mark in wrestling history for women. And that's just my opinion on that. So congratulations, Natty and Lacey. Good match, you know, back and forth between Kabuki Warriors, Natalia and Charlotte. So, again, Natty gets the win. Okay, Cedric Alexander versus Buddy Murphy. Not a terrible match, but I said this earlier to Lady Wynn. I think... Cedric Alexander is not a bad performer But I think Rich Swann Happened To be How do I put this He happened to be the guy that helped elevate Cedric Alexander Not to say that Buddy Murphy is not a talented dude But uh, It kind of got the same treatment By the fans from Long Island That the cruiserweights got So some like, some dislike, some don't care. I just, sorry guys, the match was very lackluster. And yeah, Buddy Murphy won with Murphy's Law. Whoop-de-do. Okay, let's see here. Do 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 do. Seth Rollins comes in the ring and says, you know, you guys cheered the fiend winning the championship, but that's not my concern. My concern is Brock Lesnar's at the top of the mountain. Blah blah blah. And now comes Triple H saying, we always seem to cross paths. Well, you know what, folks? Here's what I'm going to tell you all. The reason, and this is just my reasoning, it's not that Seth is a bad dude. He's not terrible in ring. No, that's not it. Seth Rollins has won that championship, the Universal Championship, lot In the last three to four years He's always been in the main event picture Is that the problem? No Fans just want something new And we finally got it With Undisputed Era showing up That kind of lit the fuse Or lit the spark that Seth Rollins was needing And I guess you know Certain challenges really didn't Accustomed to Seth. So, with that being said, not starting off off the rails just yet, folks. But you know, the <laughs> undisputed era came through the crowd. Then the OC came and backed up Seth Rollins. Raw Roll was kind of prepared, you know, but not entirely. So, I mean, I give that, I give that the same grade that Bleacher Report gave it. I give it a fucking A because why? It was more. I mean, his promo was sincere, and it wasn't forced. So, I'm happy about that, and the fact that Triple H, you know, said we always seem to cross paths. It's making the it's making us think. Like okay, there's actually. Going to be some interaction at Survivor Series And Survivor Series is coming up real quick After AEW's full gear Which, that's going to be fucking amazing Jericho and Rhodes And I can go back and forth in between NXT, SmackDown Live, Monday Night Raw As much as I want to, folks Because why, it's my show And I can report if I want to Report if I want to you would too if you had a podcast to do. Do 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 do
2: boom. Nice cast reference there, B-Chain, but Halloween's over.
1: I know, but, you know, some people, <laughs> some people, you know. Wrestle underscore radio, if you were asking that question, my friend, and you just, that's funny. Uh, if you would like to send this question to Wrestle Radio Network, you can do so on social media, B-Train 05000, or at B-Train 05000 on Twitter, Wrestle underscore Radio on Instagram, and our Facebook is WrestleRadio forward slash Facebook dot com. Mixed tag, Matt Sinkara and Carolina versus Andrade and Zelina Vega. That's an okay match, I guess. It was, you know, back and forth. And, you know, getting higher grades on Bleacher Report. I wonder why. So, Rusev versus McIntyre. Um, Okay, now, folks, this is going to be kind of my rant before the rant. So, just a fair fucking warning. Rusev comes back. He hasn't won anything until Crown Jewel. Yeah, well, whatever. But his uh, story with Lana. I don't really fucking care if you're going to... Well, they have a personal uh, vendetta, so why don't we just carry it on on screen? That would have worked in 1999 through about two thousand and two and even then in the ruthless aggression era uh, which that era lasted very, very least amount of time, the continuity of this storyline is by far the worst. And I'm surprised that this fucking match got a B. Only because I think the run in interfer- you know, the run ins from Ricochet and Randy Orton you know the crowd is obsessed with Randy. Why? Because there are various reasons. Some think he's cute. Some think he's just, you know, vicious. You know, is a viper, whatever. The adjectives can keep fucking raining in. But you know what? I, I believe the only thing that keeps people hooked on Randy Orton, the fact that he hasn't changed and he still... Pretty damn decent. And he picks his spots. I almost had one leg up on Rusev and Ricochet, but Ricochet came to Rusev's aid. And Lashley apparently fainted injury, whatever. From Yeah, from Making Love, that cracks me up. So from Making Love, You Can't Walk Straight? Oh, I'm just going to say, <laughs> it. that's kind of funny that you um, play the role of bitch. And I will say that to your face while getting my ass beat, probably. But <laughs> you—you're playing the role of someone who has an affair with someone else's wife. Okay, great. Where have we seen this before? Hmm. Let's see here: Vince McMahon, Stratus. I mean, even to the point of Mae Young and Mark Henry—it's that fucking sad. The continuity of your story is very similar to, oh, gee, I don't know, Sable, Mark Miro. For those of us that can go that back deep into archives, Test and Stephanie, Triple H and Stephanie, there's a whole bunch of love triangles that have been in WWE. I could go further down the list of deplorable relationships. Uh, Vicky Guerrero and Edge. That you know that story it was just so fucking terrible. It and I actually know that story was funny and terrible at the same time. But it got our attention in a way as fans are like, "Man, I really can't stand Vicky Guerrero." It's getting to the point where really Lana is that desperate for attention. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say it was a mini rant? It was kind of a prelude, if you will. <laughs> Oh anyway, I must get your thoughts on the whole terrible train wreck that is the storyline of Rusev and
0: Lana.
2: I could pretty much sum it up in, in just one sentence, E-Train. Since when did Raw become a goddamn soap opera? I mean, I mean we get
1: it that it's, yeah, it's, Go ahead, Lady Lynn, continue.
2: I mean, this kind of drama, I mean, first there's the whole Maria and Mike Canellas, and Mike is not the father of Maria's baby, and now there's this drama going on with Lana and Rusev, but, I mean, then again, what have they been doing with Lana lately? I guess they needed something, so they thought, oh, okay, let's throw in a spicy... Love affair storyline kind of thing. Let's go in a spicy affair with uh, Bobby Rashley. I don't know. I don't know what the hell they're thinking, but like I said, I felt like I was watching a soap opera.
0: You
1: know, I felt the same way. If you're going to add a story with Rusev and Lana, oh yeah, you're going to spice it up by having Lana completely naked on a massage table. That's great. You add ratings. You know, Lana has fun bags. So does every woman. You know, it's called boobs. Oh, and, oh, yeah. Because they're not, because Fox wants them to be edgy TV. I We get it. You know, but so moving on past Rusev Lana. You know, I, I think this is where Lady Lynn and I kind of woke up, just a little bit. Shayna Baszler and Becky Lynch's confrontation. I'm just gonna say it. I have been waiting for this moment for the women's division, part of the women's division, because you take a look at Becky Lynch and what she's accomplished and what she's done, and you don't take, you don't sneeze, you don't you know, cough at it or scoff at it. You just say, "Wow, Becky has accomplished a lot." Then you also take a look at Shayna Baszler, Shayna. And Becky, oh, I think the fans are not gonna forget about Bailey Sasha, but this is a long time coming because one, you know, one woman she dominates NXT. She has dominated NXT. Whether you guys agree with it or not, Shayna Baszler has always been the constant from NXT. Aside from Asuka, aside from Becky. You know, she said, You've been the model citizen, the great example that they use for her, you know, NXT talent moved, who moved her way up to Maine, which is true. And then Becky said something very powerful. She said, Warring with me changes an individual. Be careful what you wish for. God, you know, that's two weeks in a row that Irishmen and Irishwoman have come forward and bringing the heat on the mic because honestly okay if you don't watch NXT you guys need to watch it even though you say well I don't watch AEW fine that's your own fucking choice watch both is what we do I mean you kind of have to when you have a podcast you cannot be biased towards one or the other I mean you can but in a way that's going to hinder your show just saying Ben Bauer said, and I'm going to repeat what I said last week. He said, I don't watch the business. The business watches me.
0: So... They're like, well,
1: how how is that line impactful? Because it's not written. It's not fucking written. And it is brilliant. If it was written, it's written, bullet-pointed by the superstars themselves. So... Mad props to Becky Lynch and Finn Balor for just telling it like it is. So, okay. Street Profits and Humberto Carrillo, or as Jerry the King Lawler puts it, Umbrella. (laughs) Which, I don't know if King just slid that in there. I don't think King is racist, obviously. Um, I think he was just adding it in there for simple effect. I don't, you know, whatever. It, it's left open to interpretation. Make with it what you will. It was okay. Thank God the match ended. It wasn't that great of a match. I mean, Cab was just completely bored. And yeah, the grade from Bleacher Report, which is not word, but this is what Lady Lynn and myself thought. i give it a C too, even a D. It w- AJ Styles ended the match for putting his feet on the ropes so the crowd could finally fucking boo or react in some kind of way. Um, okay. The Viking Raiders versus the Polo Boys. What's next? They're going to face an Australian swim team? <laughs> I mean, I get it. You want to keep them healthy and the main roster doesn't want to be outshined by a team that simply dominated NXT, and I mean that in the nicest ways because they would whoop the Street Profits' ass. Just saying. Just saying. Street Profits are a great time. They remind me of Harlem Heat, and a mix of Crime Time. You know, that, the early days of Harlem Heat and the kind of you know, well, the short-lived days of Crime Time, but style-wise. Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins, you know. I, I don't know what, why they keep throwing the same fucking mix of, oh, they will remember a six-man tag. God's sakes, dude. Come up with a different fucking match. And also, okay, so the NXT championship was on the line. Seth Rollins has never been one to follow by the rules, go within the confines, and that's what makes him unique. Great. So anyways, what does that have to do with the match with Adam Cole? The implication was Triple H, I don't think, has any problem with Seth, except for you got to understand. Triple H, NXT, that's his child. His, you know... It's been around for five years. It wasn't mainstreamed onto the network until 2014. It's been around, folks, for a while. 2009 was when it was actually conceived. But 2010, my bad. It's going to blow your mind, but you know that person you call the themed? was actually Husky Harris a long time ago in NXT. There are a lot of guys that have tried and failed. They went through the system and they didn't, you know... For the guy that just left the comment, well, NXT... For you, dude, I'm just going to say it. Watch NXT. Do what you will with it. Okay? I'm the guy that just reports this shit on air. You know why? Because I've been a part of NXT way back on non main, the non main live roster, and can tell you the black and gold brand does not play. So and for those of you think I'm just bantering to hear myself talk, this person's name is Kenneth. He is from St. Louis and he says I wish NXT would start. They are they not paying attention, dude. They're getting out and they're going to different cities so they can get a feel that so that one day they can get called up to main roster. But I don't see that happening with undisputed or any other person in NXT right now because they're close knit family. Use the same people that travel together, go to the same hotels or different hotels. But anyway, the whole match between Adam Cole and Seth Rollins. Oh, how cute. You know, folks, it's coming up to be right around that time, but before I do, we're going to change things up on the advertisement. For those of you wanting to fight the good fight against cancer, you can go to SusanGKomen.org. Fight the good fight against cancer. Kick cancer square in the ass or punch it right between the eyeballs. Cancer sucks. Support your loved ones who are going through these difficult times by donating not just money but also your time. Go to Susangcoman.org for more information or find the cure.com. Help support those going through various different forms of cancer. This is also, you know, a fact that um, if you don't take time, make time. Because cancer is a bitch, and you can help kick its ass by donating your time and money if you like. So... For those of you wanting to get a good nutrition on, visit MyHerbalife.com today and visit your local Herbalife stores located at various locations. For more information, you can find the nearest nutrition store. Make sure to order the product. Try it out today. Lose weight. Feel great. Get results. They are not. And I repeat, they are not a gym. They are a nutrition store that can help you get your nutrition back in order for you to lose weight, look great, and kick ass and have an awesome, awesome life. All right, folks. Anyhow, if you you also, for those of you asking how to how can I watch AEW, you can go to the Fight app and if they're not in your if it says not in your territory you can go to Bleacher Report Live that is Bleacher Report Live to watch full gear the pay-per-view total is $49.99 this coming Saturday November 9th Lady Lynn and myself will be watching phone to phone saying ooh ah that was awesome Jericho is badass, Cody Rhodes can suck the big one or Cody Rhodes kicks ass, and Chris Jericho can suck the You get the picture. And for those of you wanting to sign up for the WWE Network, you can do so by visiting WWE.com. Look under WWE Network on the tab. Your first month is free. Your first month is free. 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 Okay. Lady Lynn, would you like to tell the WWE universe that's listening how they can obtain a WWE preloaded card? And by the way, the preloaded card works for three months, folks, and your first month. So that's four months. Tell them, Lady Lynn, where you can obtain such awesomeness.
2: Sure, Beatrice. You can pick up the WWE Network preloaded card three months WWE Network, All Access, All Pay Per Views, All Original Shows, All Rings. You can pick these cards up at your local GameStop, 7-Eleven, Best Buy, Dollar General, Walmart, CVS Pharmacy, and other retailers where they where these cards can be found Can be found on the website.
1: And if you have trouble, you can call the helpline. They are open till 7 p.m. For any other helpline issues, you will be able to talk with a live agent on wwe.com. You can order the WWE network cards on the shop, but I suggest you know you can. The best place is, folks, GameStop, depending on the GameStop, they don't charge much tax. And on that note, folks, if you have small children or people who do not like expletive language, I suggest you put earphones on all their ears because this will be a thanks for giving because you're about to hear my insight on not just WWE but AEW in general and it's not bad. It's just you know certain things I've noticed here and there. All right, I do not own the rights to Mickey Cross's Glasgow Cross. Off the Rails Uncensored is a copyrighted show Beginning March 7th, 2016 Any reproduction and likeness thereof Of Off the Rails Uncensored Will be a $45 fine And also an appearance You will be prosecuted before 6 extent of the law And that's that Monkeys in the truck Hit my fucking music. Oh, and I'm not responsible if I, well, offend you or create a certain problem that'll make you so... Actually, you know what, fuck. Just hit my music. Dig it. (laughs) 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 Ha <laughs> <laughs> i've seen a lot of professional wrestling it is not the case uh thirty two years
0: i would say
1: the wrestling that i've seen thus far from a e w and w w e it's kind of funny if you look at a e w and their setup, and their production, yeah, it's different because they have two entrances, and the lighting, and and the whole... Oh, gee, how do I put this? The whole ambiance of professional wrestling No a little different than WCW and WWE back in the day. I mean, it kind of is, because social media and their platforms that they give are extremely different. So... You know, I must impress upon you that what I've seen from AEW, really, I mean, it's not bad, it's not good, it's not indifferent. How do I put this? There are certain pieces of AEW that I like and dislike, just like fans are going to completely bombard me like, well, what do you think of WWE? It's like, again, I'm not favoring one or the other. I'm just telling you from what I've seen. And the match with Sammy Guevara and Hangman Page. Okay. You want to get the crowd popping? They got the crowd popping. They were in Charlotte, Charlottesville, West Virginia. Obviously, you know wrestling, NASCAR, and various other forms of country living are what they're accustomed to. And Sammy Guevara during the match, yeah, you're gonna see little mess ups here and there. You're gonna point out what? How did he mess up? Whatever you're calling a wrestling sequence you want the other dude to be in sync with you, be able to communicate with you. I feel like if you're motioning towards somebody to actually do a move or do something, is that a crime? Did he get lost? Look, all I'm going to say is it really fucking irritated me because not on just one occasion, but there was like maybe two or three other occasions in the corner with Sammy was trying to call a move or, you know, do a chop or whatever the case is was. And those chops were super weak as shit. You don't want to rip the guy's flesh off, but you want to make an impression of man, this guy does some great chops and Sammy Guevara's chops not the greatest. The match, you know, told the story at least, Hangman Page that's at instant. turn you know he turns the guy inside out with a Larry voila one, two, three. They don't want to be like WWE who you know, it's an Adam Cole match, you're gonna have an interference run obviously. Obviously it did happen tonight. You know, Undisputed here and the rest of NXT coming out to uh make a statement, if you will.
0: The signings
1: of Cody Rhodes and Dustin, you know, was beat up in the back. Let me just rephrase that. Cody Rhodes and Jericho. <laughs> Chris Jericho. Oh, my goodness. You're such a villain mastermind he is. Say so, yeah, I I was going to get up on that one. I fooled you on that one. This dude is absolutely brilliant. When it comes to making sure the entire audience is captivated to the letter. All right. So. Uh, what else? Oh, is Cassidy, you know, the best friends, dressed up as Ricky. No, Rick and Morty, which I, that's entertaining. This was during the Halloween episode, so. And, of course, if you don't know this, AEW and NXT go head-to-head on TNT and the USA Network, kind of like WCW and WWE back in the day. But, again, more social media platforms. But aside from a mini-review on AEW, actually, I'm not done yet, man. The women's match. A rip-off of Tynora Conchi and a little bit of Kyrie Sane and Asuka put together minus the face paint. And you have the AEW's version of a women's match. Whatever. I mean, it was okay for what it was, but it wasn't so over the top. It was like, whoa, okay. A lot of high spots, a lot of moves that, you know, okay. So you have no psychology. That's why yeah. you fork together together women's match and it looks like their wardrobe was from American Gladiators back in the uh, mid-90s. A nice added touch and no one effort. Then they showed Brandy Rhodes, you know, ripping... I'm going to constantly say it. Isla Dawn may not be well known, but dear Lord, Brandy Rhodes seems to be stealing a bit from Isla Dawn. And my co-host, Lady Lynn, pointed that out. Yeah, you can steal it, you know, if it's not copyrighted or whatever, but the whole general viewing concept of that's kind of like Isla Dong's backstory. So now Brandy Rhodes is supposed to be a psychotic witch because she didn't get to uh, get an opportunity inaugural AEW Women's Championship.
0: God knows if I figure
1: it out, but... Um, Anyways, so, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, allow good old Brian Rails to illuminate the whole freaking uh, thought process that's in my brain. So you you see John Moxley go into Tony Khan's room, all right, and for those of you, oh, that was real. I don't know, man, because this dude is psychotic. And I've seen, you know, the one match, the one claim to fame CZW actually was John Moxley. For that character, let me tell you, folks, if you think you have seen it all from him now, think the fuck again. This is the same man. He wants an unsanctioned match versus Kenny Omega.
0: And he goes, I worked really
1: hard for this. You don't know if it's a fucking work. You don't know if it's for real. But I think when someone says, I worked so hard, blah, 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 it's a work. Because apparently, <sighs> according to everyone, man, it's a work. It's one big work. Um, <laughs> with this dude, with Moxley. You don't know. And he has a fucking short temper. I've seen it firsthand. Okay. So. Cody versus Chris Jericho. Now there's an added story. You speak. They listen. They should have. They built up. That was without me. I can guarantee you. That's without moi. Anyhow. Let's see here I just Want to point out That not only Is AEW putting Out their stories They finally say Well We finally put a women's match out there
0: yeah, you did.
1: You, you must have listened to what I said on the show. It's just there's a lot of things that people will do, and then you can't you're like, Well, you you can't give them credit. That's like the other zillion podcasts that we're saying, you need to spice up Monday Night Raw. You need to get NXT involved in with Raw SmackDown Live because that will help inject your show with some fucking flavor. I need to shut my mouth every once in a great while because I and the other podcast may have been the suggestion that actually came to fruition. And that's not a bad thing except for how I like to be paid. How do you get paid? You go to journalism school, they say. You make a good impression. I've been saying this for months before this even came to somebody's attention. That was, gee, it'd be nice if NXT and SmackDown Live and Monday Night Raw were put in the mix for Survivor Series. I gotta tell you folks, now that Survivor Series is going on, I'm gonna read you the cards so I don't sound like a bumbling... Rambling fucking fool. I know one of the matches, though. I mean, actually, let's see here. Okay. Becky Lynch, saw Shayna Baszler, Bailey. See, I almost said Sasha. Rey Mysterio versus Lesnar for the Universal Championship. Non-title triple threat, which is pretty cool. So those are the only three matches thus far. You could see the OC and the New Day versus uh, Undisputed Era, Matt Riddle, Donovan J. Kojovic, and Keith Lee. That's if New Day is uh, healthy by then. So... Uh, You know, the other, just take away those members and just have the New Day versus Undisputed Era, the original Undisputed Era, not the infusion of Roderick Strong. Although Roderick Strong kind of works like Arn Anderson, instead of Spinebusters, he loves to give Backbreakers, the messiah of Backbreakers. I better stop talking again because of all the ideas that came out of my mouth, actually, no. I'm glad that not just my ideas, but I'm pretty sure there were various forms of saying it. Involve NXT on your programming so that the ratings might actually fucking stand a chance. Okay. I have to check numbers, folks, because I know. I just feel it. Ratings. So, on TV, the TV ratings are an 8.6 out of 10 and a 7.8 on IMDb. Okay, so that rating was higher than last year's because, see here, okay, 2,991 forums. So, their rating was up. And did it beat Monday Night Football? I'm sure it did because the Giants, I'm sorry. For those of you who are Giants fans, my apologies. You guys <clears throat> had a better chance than the fucking Jets, but, eh, you know, shenanigans be shenanigans. And this was from what was it? Aha. Uh-huh. So, okay. I don't need to see that much. Okay. WWE Raw Ratings 2019. Okay. Raw draws third worst ratings in 2019. Yikes. Maybe I was wrong. 2.13 million viewers on average, barely beating the September 9th episode. Okay. It says, this show did 2.13 million viewers on average, barely beating the September 9th episode this year and the June 10th episode against the NBA Finals. So, football hurt as it does all fall. That's not the excuse since the Pittsburgh Steelers-Miami Dolphins game did 9. Even the shithole game got 9.98 million. Ah, come on. So, okay, 911, which features Ronda Rousey and airs head to head on Fox, did 6.26 million viewers. And so, okay, three hours were 8 p.m. is 2.33, 9 p.m. 2. You guys need to quit doing three hours. Let's just face it, Lady Lynn. They need to do two hours since it took how many months for you guys to get NXT people on your show? Maybe you should do, and I repeat, maybe you should do just two hours of programming. Because I can barely stay awake. Lady Lynn can barely stay awake through some of it. It's very, three hours used to be passed by real quick. Do you know why, folks? Because WCW is still around. Now AEW is around. So There's a lot of variables going on, and it's not that Raw was bad tonight. I gave it a fucking 5.7, Lady Lynn gave it a 6 out of 10. It wasn't terrible in some areas, but in other areas, it needed to fucking get up there. It needs some oomph, and it got some oomph. The only problem is when you're a mainstream show and you get... 2.33 2.33 in the first hour and it drops and decreases by 0.18 and then it completely drops off the fucking map because kids have to go to bed, okay? And now that I have eight minutes total left on the goddamn show, um, there's nothing negative about tonight's raw. There were some tidbits that weren't paid attention to, and now that I have eight minutes left, I'm going to repeat it. AEW is not perfect either when you have people looking like they were plucked from American Gladiators, especially the women's match, and people like, ooh, ah. There's just a lot of of controversy on both ends. No, um, the word controversy is not even existing right now. It's more so what can both sides do to please the fans? One side They have a plethora of talent They just Don't quite know What to do with them Well Now they're rectifying Their mistake They made it hell in a cell Somewhat I guess By putting it on the fiend (laughs) Okay He's not the company face But he's somebody that's different, and that's what fans thrive on now and they love different. They do not want the same shit over and over again. Okay. AEW
2: is very, very
1: super indie, telling time limits before a match. That's old school. And indie, super indie. Why? Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is set for one fall, and It has a 22-minute time limit. I'm sorry, but why would you ever announce how long the match would be? So that fans know, oh, we can get a t-shirt. Oh, we can get a hot dog. Uh, We can see dude stuck his hand in his soda because he fell asleep, and that's least likely for an AEW show. But... And, you know, putting someone's head into the car and denting it. Um, okay, yeah. Because we all know that full gear, how many tricks will be up Jericho's sleeve, we don't know. But that match has me intrigued. Kenny Omega versus Moxley, if it does get unsanctioned. Huh? Omega say this nicely. God rest your soul.
0: <laughs> Omega always
1: puts on a decent fucking match, but I'm just telling you Moxley does more than his fair share of um, bending the rules and if there aren't any, Godspeed, my son. That's all I'm going to tell you. I uh, just want to point out, for those of you who didn't get the information about how to Watch AEW's pay-per-view this Saturday. and Go to Bleacher Report Live. It's a streaming app, if you will. Yes, it's going back to the old school of forty-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. Used to be seventy bucks, even. You watch it at box, or you watch it at side pockets. So, anyways, on that note, folks, I'm gonna just say the following: AEW. They haven't been in production as long as WWE. WWE is starting to implement new shit. So, yes, we have competition, and it's fucking amazing. All right, folks, if you didn't like what good old Brian Reynolds had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And Lady Lynn.
2: And if you didn't like what Lady Lynn had to say? Well, call me what you will, but don't call this lady crazy, because you'll regret it.
0: All right, folks.
1: You heard it first. Okay. Now, tune in on Wednesday for Off the Rails Uncensored, and I will elaborate or have a reprise on what I thought of from tonight's show, because they don't do Friday... Yeah, they they don't do Tuesday night Smackdown anymore. They do Friday nights. Kind of report the ratings and what I thought of the show and whatnot. Anyways, toodles, bitches. I got to go to sleep. Check it.
0: Look in my eyes. What do you see? The cost of personality. The coast of Persian the coast of personality, the cult of personality.